Hello, I am Zelda Volkov and you are listening to the Oh My God podcast. This is a space where honest conversation and raw interaction takes place. In these 25 minutes, I interview badass trailblazers and industry leaders about the things that they had to overcome to achieve success. The challenges that they faced as human beings first and as industry leaders second leaving you with actionable techniques and takeaways to implement into your life immediately, taking you from where you are right now to where you want to go. This week's guest is Hannah Sufran, founder of the famous clothing line House of Lankry, entrepreneur, horse lover, and mom. In this episode, Hannah and Zelda discuss their struggles as moms and entrepreneurs during the time of COVID-19. We wanted to ensure that Hannah got to tell her whole story. So this week's episode is longer than normal. We hope you enjoy the show. Now, over to Zelda. Hi, Hala. Thank you so much for coming on to the Oh My God podcast. It's such a pleasure and an honor to have you as my close friend and also as such an incredible entrepreneur that you are. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, Zelda. So like, this is the biggest honor for me because you know that I love you and um, watching you and listening to your podcast has been so inspiring and I've been loving it. It's been part of my routine and I'm so honored that you invited me. I'm so happy. I know that you have so much to share and our listeners are going to be so excited to hear from you. Um, First, to just get everybody, you know, settled into the idea of who you are, uh, why don't you take us back um, to where it all began for you. Like, who are you and where are you, where are you from, Hala? Okay, so um, I'm Hana Safran. I was born in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Um, grew up in, in Brazil, raised in an Orthodox home, um, and um, left my house, my hometown, at the age of 18 to go to SEM, seminary in Florida. Um, which I was there for almost a year. And then I went on Shluchas, met my husband, um, had my kids. I think that's already a story on its own because that's um, what, when I had my first child, that's when the challenge started. So I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Um, seven years later, um, moved to... Um, moved to Israel for a little bit then I moved to London and I've been here since then and while living in London um, I started um, my company which is called House of Lankry it's a modest fashion brand Um, so that's a a quick quick little bit about about me Um, but there's so much to explore in that I know. First of all, um, you touched on so many things. The uh, fact that you like left your home and you know you grew up in Brazil and now you live in London. That's like a totally different um, space. Yeah. So um, parenting and and creating a business, a beautiful business, an amazing business. Why don't you tell us about the vision behind your business and um, how that started for you? Okay. So basically, I went to school for interior design. Um, I went to the Art Institute. I attended the Art Institute of Fort Lauderdale and um, where I was planning, I had big plans to have this amazing interior design company. Um, 
but we left Miami. We used to live in Miami. Uh, we left Miami and we moved to Israel for a little bit. Um, my husband at first wanted to go to Israel, to London first, but I put my foot down and said, like, I am not going to London. We're going, we're moving anywhere, like we're going to Israel. But um, financially, Israel was not for us. And uh, quickly we realized after six months um, that um, we wanted to, um, well, London was the place for us to move next. Um, I had a very hard time living in London after coming from Brazil and Miami, tropical um, places, and adjusting to that very British life um, with the with the weather and you know making new friends, going to a new place. It was was it was it was hard for me. Um, so um, I had a few jobs, and I was I went to work for an interior design company which I stayed for um, a couple of years until I um, realized that I was not so happy doing what I was doing. And I love, um, I always loved the fashion side of it, the fashion, um, the felt, like, like the fashion culture. And a friend of mine asked me to help her out, like design a few dresses for her son's um, bar mitzvah. So I'm like, all right, let's do it. I think that was my first like introduction to um, actually creating something, making something and like realizing, okay, it's all right to have a career change, right? And, and try on like something new. So I think that gave me like the push, like the energy to start something on my own. So I, um, I took out a loan of $2,000 only to um, start my first collection, which you saw it at first, remember? I do, I remember it. going to my um going to the going like to my house I had like the little room remember I showed you with a few designs and um and I remember how much I loved it I like it it got me like so excited okay like this is gonna be good so from creating a very small line um of only um three pieces of each size I decided I gotta like photographer posted on on Instagram and started selling through um, my Instagram page so from so from three three um, three dresses of each size I had three made quickly five and then ten and like the studio couldn't like keep up with it so went for a factory so like that's how like the story like unfold um, it's been it's been only three years and um and the company like, it's just growing and line and shoes and we have shoes we have sunglasses we have um, jewelry now um we have our store in new york 
um, our store in London. We had a pop-up store in Miami, but we had to close down because of COVID. And now we are in the works of our second location in New York, um, in the five towns. So that's what I've been working during COVID. So um, it's been exciting. How has COVID um, challenged you or well um i'm not gonna lie i felt like um march the world is gonna end and my business is gonna go together (laughs) so um it was extremely frightening um to figure it out um okay how are we gonna generate like the income how i'm gonna pay my staff how i'm gonna pay um how i'm gonna pay the rent of the store how i'm gonna pay suppliers we were supposed to do um the brooklyn market which i put so much money into it um so there was a big chunk of money coming out of profits um from the business and um and for like like everyone else like it all went down the drain it was like pretty scary um i struggled a lot i think made me i was i came off instagram for two weeks i couldn't handle it i couldn't handle i couldn't handle anything okay i'm not gonna lie it was it it was it was bad it was scary it was scary i was like i'm like i'm only three years into like this business (laughs) I'm, i'm learning the business i'm learning like it's not only about like like designing um, clothes it's about running a business as you know like very well um i didn't go to business school so either you have it or you don't have it so you and you have to learn as you go right what so you overcome that stage and what 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 did you do to help you, yourself with that fear and anxiety and stress i decided that um after two weeks i was in a very dark place i was like okay um either covid is taking over my life or i or i am taking control of my life so i decided to do what i've been kind of like avoiding for a very long time because of work and all my traveling that I was doing I was like literally um like for the past three years I've been traveling every um four to six weeks um and uh it took a toll on my health and on you know I'm trying to run like 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 the business and trying to be a very present mother um, a very present wife, a present friend as well, which, so it's like all, or like, I felt like this weight over like my shoulders and I was like, I need to breathe. I'm feeling like I'm, I'm like literally like, like suffocating. Um, around that time as well, I was planning my son's bar mitzvah, which that's a different part of our talk that we're going to speak about today that is the part of my main struggle that I finally I managed to overcome but um so I decided to start doing meditation reading a lot self um 
um, how, um, like help and um, practicing like mindfulness and having a grateful heart and starting to see more of like the beauty in my life working on my of my health set mindset soul set and just basically every single day waking up and um waking up and being aware of how my day is going to be how my day is going going to unfold um so i think as women that are struggling so much you know as a businesswoman as a mother as a wife um and just so much going on that we are so um we have so much expectations for ourselves where we want to have a successful business we want to have uh, we want to be mindful and present with our children and we want everything to be perfect so many times we literally just neglect our own selves uh, yeah. realizing first of all that there's no perfection and that we should really enjoy the process, but also um, to be able to not only enjoy the process, but to allow things to unfold the way they're meant to. And I yes. think that's probably what Corona or COVID has kind of forced us into this space of whatever we had plans for, whatever we decided for, you know, there's other plans. And to 100%. 100%. And I gave it all like, even like with the business, I think with everything, with um i said like it's in hashem's hand i got so far because i believe that hashem has a bigger picture for me and this is just a learning curve so um instead of feeling sorry for myself feeling like oh like okay like the business is gonna end i'm like somebody gave me a great advice and said like okay so if it doesn't work it's okay to try again Right. And it's not the end of the world. Exactly. We're so afraid to make mistakes. We're so, I think we're so hard on ourselves. We're afraid of failure. And the beautiful um, thing is to realize that through our failures is how we actually elevate ourselves to a new level. Yeah. If we would ever fail or be challenged by difficulties, then we would never evolve or grow and really get to the place where Hashem, God, intended for us you know yeah i i i totally agree with that so so that was um during covid and there was like the lockdown everything was closed and thank god like you know um the like the government did give um some grants and some loans so i took some of it and and um it was stressful as well because I was planning Yossi's bar mitzvah and we didn't know what to do. Um, we were, had planned this massive event for him, going to New York, going to Israel for his Aliyah Lakota, like to read like at the Kota the first time coming back and my whole family being together, coming to London, I was like looking forward to that. Um, so that was very stressful as well. But going back like to the business, so when everything opened up, you know, um, I think people were eager like to shop and go back to um, a more normal life. So business picked up and we launched our shoe collection. We launched our accessory line. I love, I love them. 
I need to send you a few pairs. You're such an incredible designer and just your overall aesthetic is so, is so beautiful. And Thank I you. Thank you. I didn't, I didn't want to, um, the factories were all closed like by the way so to to um been having major issues in in china when i was um launching my zelda lux right it's everything is closed even now i'm having a hard time we downsize our inventory so i needed to strategize new ideas um how to bring a new line but be a little bit like um um sustainable so we started working on that so creating from previous end of um, fabric rolls so we didn't have to bring from china fabrics so or something that was more local so it's it's about learning like um a new way of of um of business and fashion and and it just um improvising but um but sometimes improvising and just trying something new it's it's the new thing trying something new and something better right i want to um, ask you for the for the women or for the people that are listening that um have you know have dreams of opening their own business or mm-hmm. have opened their business and are struggling right now what advice or uh encouragement or something that you've been challenged with and i know that you're you're talking about um, your mindset, you know, throughout your COVID, but even prior to COVID or, you know, something that you've gained because you have so much wisdom that you've gained through your experience. What can you share with us? I totally, um, in my opinion, I feel like um, gut feeling runs a big part of my life. Do you know when you have that feeling and you like, you have that energy and um, you, you put you put energy like to this project and you go full on without doubting yourself that it's going to work. My advice, start small and um, have a niche, create a niche and like, and just go for it. But always, always start small. Don't think that, okay, I'm going to invest this amount of money. I'm going to order all this, all that. Don't do that because somebody's like, um right now like the whole marketing it's all like social media you have to have a very strong like social media presence and um you have to do it right um so go for it but start small and if it doesn't work again just think of it that it's gonna work but okay let's try something new but um walk before you run right. yeah yeah 100 yeah, walk before you run 100% I agree that's really good yeah did you want to share the the challenge that you were referring to about your okay so I feel like COVID was the year for me of um I was telling my friends and even like like my family right now like for some people COVID has been so bad for others has been so good and for me I feel on my personal side my personal level um it's been um it's been good. It's been a blessed um, year. Yes, the struggle of the daily life, it's very challenging. But as on my own spiritual side and my, and my serenity and my mindfulness is like, 
it's everything is aligning and coming into place um so going back when um my firstborn my my son yossi was born at 31 weeks he had um gastroschisis which is a condition where the intestines of the baby um grow outside the body so i went into labor at 31 weeks and um i was just um 20 years old and no family, no one around, Shabbos, and went to the hospital and they tell me like this baby um, is coming today. And so like the panic starts. So Yossi was born, his intestines um, completely cut. Um, he only has now 10% of his uh, intestines and um, he was in a very, very critical condition for many, many months. And as a young girl that took a big toll um, on me, um, for him, like we starting life and we have this baby and we're dealing with life and death. Um, it, I think it traumatized me for a very long time. And for me, um, I remember sitting in the hospital and holding that baby that was so fragile with so many tubes around and um, tiny, tiny, tiny. I was rocking him and and like talking like to God. I'm like, God, you you make this baby healthy because he needs to get to his bar mitzvah. I think for me, like seeing him being like bar mitzvah was like at the moment, like, like my vision, like my goal, like he needs to, I need him healthy. I like, I, I don't know why made me think about that then. Um, so thank God after um, seven surgeries, um, Yossi um, at 11 months, he was, he was, he was healthy. He was the most adorable kid. And but that experience haunted me. I wasn't the same anymore. It took me a while to get into my like normal self. And even as the years go, like went by, uh, I had flashbacks uh, um, on his birthday. I used to cry so much, so much because it just took me to a bad place every single year. <laughs> And with the moves from Miami, like to Israel, to London, and just being so like not settled within myself and a happy, I'm like, I, I wasn't okay. So a few years ago, just before I started House of Blank Green, um, I used to like tell my husband how much every single day, how much I wanted to go back to Florida. I wasn't happy here. And I think that everything goes together. You know, your um, things that happen in your life is kind of built up of, of events and that brings you to like this dark place and nothing is good for you. No matter how good you see your life and no matter how good it may see from the outside, your mindset is like, you're just in this dark room and you're like, 
I'm not happy. I want to get out of here. I'm suffocating. I, I, I can't breathe. So that was me. Um, that was me, like, I would say, like, five years ago. And I decided to make conscious, like, decision. I said to myself, it's either I am changing myself because I'm not moving back to Florida at the moment and I'm stuck here and I need to make changes in my life. So um, that's what I decided like to, I decided to take care of myself. I, I'm like, make time for myself to things that set my soul on fire that give me life again right so i decided to take on um do a lot of hiking horse riding i i it became like my passion and now like <laughs> my kids are an amazing little um riders and but i decided to take time like for myself to say hey i'm worth it that's amazing that you were able to see past your challenges and look within you know a lot of people feel like they just succumb to and surrender to their hardships and they play you know like the completely game and the blaming game but you're able to name the victim card you know i i I played that a lot i'm not gonna lie like like my marriage wasn't like in a good place it was not i'm not gonna lie you know um I, I I I was I was complaining. I was I was I was I, I wasn't happy. So when, when you're not happy, nothing else is okay. And so like with my friends, I was so friendly. Like no one would know. No, and and the funny thing is, we don't um we don't tell people. Right, we're ashamed of our problems. Shame. I'm like well, uh, on the outside. Like when I saw my friends, it was all good. Right. And so you know, when did, you, when did you decide or what shifted where you were like, this is enough, I got to take, take control here? When my marriage was almost going down the drain. Wow, that's amazing. And so, so incredible of you to share because I think that so many people would relate to this. So many people uh, pretend that everything's fine. When in fact, it it was not, it was not, I was, I wasn't happy. I was trying to run away all the time, whatever chance I had. I have to be honest with you, like, um, only the past few years, I'm able like to say that right out loud. Yeah. No, until we accept it within ourselves, we can't share it with anybody else. But right now I am, I feel so good about, I feel good at sharing that because People are also going through like like same struggles that I've been, and um, and it's so. And I wish like we had people to talk to. I had people like I had people like to talk to about that, and it wasn't like um, embarrassing. Right. Well, so to share our struggles is not even necessarily that it's embarrassing because other people are going to make fun of us. It's more because we decided within ourselves that it's not what we expect of ourselves. So no, we- showing our weakness. Uh, like, I don't, I, don't, I don't want to be weak. I don't want to show that I'm weak. Right. And like, accept that about ourselves, that I need help. This is not good, a good place. This is not the way I want my life to be. Then we can actually get that help or help ourselves 
And then once we accept mm-hmm. that ourselves, we're able to share it. But uh, the, for the most part, most people don't feel comfortable sharing certain things because they haven't accepted that part of themselves yet. And once we accept that part of ourselves, we are much easier able to um, share it, you know, yeah. with others. So I call it like my pursuit of happiness, you know? Um, I think that the only person to make a change in their life, no one will do the change for you. No one will force you to change. I think um, you are the only person that you are in control of your life, that you are in control of change. So I'm a big, like, I believe in that so much. So like, I take time for myself. Um, I know my limits. When I need time, I tell, okay, I'm closing my doors. I need my time. Right. You know, I, I, don't, I don't need to be superhero anymore. I don't need to be a Wonder Woman anymore. I, I, I've learned like my, um, when it's time that I need to kind of like take it easy, which is um, like this whole COVID has been a, a little bit of a blessing because otherwise I would have continued the same, you know, going and traveling and being overworked and blah, 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 and not putting time to work on my own personal um, health. I think COVID for anyone that was willing to listen to it, to the, to the pause and to that inner work that we needed to do. Tap into your internal. Yeah, exactly. Because of course there's a lot of catastrophe um, that went on, but at the same time, without doing this inner work, what's the point of everything? You know, Mm -hmm. there's no purpose unless we connect. I think it makes, it made even you, I think for, for people like made you realize how much like, um, things don't matter like stuff you know it's about like your inner circle and surrounding yourself with being at peace with yourself and making sure you're surrounding yourself with the right people yeah exactly people that bring you happiness it's so important you know you you realize who your friends are and um who's important in your life but going back to the whole struggle with yossi so right now during COVID, I told, I said to my husband, I said, I know it sounds so silly that I want to make him this party, this insane party um, during COVID. And I was trying to figure it out so many ways how I can celebrate this child's life that I knew for, my, for me, um, he will be happy with the Zoom. He'll be happy with the drive-by. He'll be happy with anything because thank God he's such an easy going child and it's a kind soul but um it wasn't I said to him I said like to my husband it's not it's not for Yossi it's for me right I need to celebrate his life I need we need to celebrate his life um and celebrate um kind of like everything that we went through as a family and and I, like I needed that. I needed that. And recognize that also. You know, a lot of people don't get or accept that truth about the situation and they distract themselves in that whole party as like a self sacrifice. You know, being No, no, I wasn't like I wasn't interested in like in the I was interested in, in, in celebrating his life. So we managed to pull 
a party, an event that first day didn't work out. So we tried like for like, like for the next day that a drive-by event uh, with music, with um, everyone in your cars, social distancing, but it was, it was just a celebration. And for me, and like, I needed that because after that, like the day after I felt like I, I, I was crying because I, I felt like I've done it. I did it. I raised, I'd raised this incredible child. We overcome like, we like this extreme challenge that, um, that it was life changing for a young person. And, uh, and everything going to I think just we did it we did it and it just it was it was wonderful and I am so glad it was sad that our family wasn't there with us our friends um but it was we needed like to celebrate and I think that life we need we we, we need to celebrate life we shouldn't like push it off like like celebrating moments I don't know. That's how I see life. I see life that I, you only have once, you know, like you live once, you have to enjoy, you travel, just do what set your soul on fire. I like to say that a lot because I do believe in that. It's so beautiful also that you were able to culminate, you know, all your challenges with him and able to like celebrate that. And also realize that it took so much out of you, but you were able to also Say, you know celebrate the time that that you gave it you know that even though it was difficult because of course it came with so many challenges but not only did he survive but that you were able to acknowledge your own um chat overcoming that challenge through the celebration yeah I, I i i think i felt it like it's my it was like my victory you know like this is the finishing line and i did it i did it we did it you know, as a family, you know, with all, with all, like our children. And, um, we did, we, we made this incredible video for him as a tribute to, um, his amazing little person like that he is, because I think as a child, when you're a newborn, when you're like a premature baby and you go, th- he doesn't know, he doesn't remember. Right. So, um, that's a lesson that we can learn in general about um, acknowledging our challenges and being able to really be grateful for the fact that we were able to do stuff. Like for the fact that you were giving yourself this party that you understood that is more for you than for him. But I think people should do that more of like giving us the credit, giving ourselves the credit, giving us ourselves the acknowledgement of what we go through, what we overcome. Because we're so we're so often addicted to pushing ourselves to be more to be this perfect persona wonder woman like you said Mm -hmm. but like giving ourselves those acknowledgements is so it's so important yeah i i agree so we created this we made this video for him of of his story of the nikyu which um you guys can see it on my on my instagram page um and we said two days before the bar mitzvah i sat him down with me on the floor and i put it on 
I was sobbing, he was sobbing. And I think he finally like was able to see what he went through. Zelda, Yossi was crying, crying. And I have never seen him cry like that before. And um, it was just such a humbling experience to watch this child see what a miracle he is. I, I, I like, I want to bottle that moment and just keep it forever. The moment sitting on the floor with him and showing the video that I was going to show at the party, at the, um, at the drive-in. And um, it was like, like one of the moments that is like it will be forever our moment you know um that's it's just um yeah that's really powerful yeah well thank you so much for sharing that Kala. Alex, well, but thank you so much for uh, doing love this. you <laughs> all right i hope it was good i don't know amazing amazing thank you Hala. I'll, I'll thank you. next week on sunday okay Alrighty. love you Bye, Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Oh My God with Zelda Volko. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please make sure to leave a review, share it with your friends, and subscribe so that you don't miss next week's episode. Tune in next week for another interview with another badass boss.